Hello, everyone. I hope that you are all having a blessed week so far and that you are doing well. I hope you're enjoying your day and that you are staying safe out. I am Imate Smith, and you are listening in on the Scientific Writing Podcast. Yes, that is correct. You are now tuned in to the Scientific Writing Podcast with yours truly. In today's podcast, I will be talking about gene editing and some interesting facts on the subjects. You know, I'll talk about some pros and some cons and and how it's going to later affect our future and how it's currently affecting our future and some of these things you may or may not be aware of already. I'll mainly be talking about how gene editing works in plants, animals, bacteria, and yes, even people. I want to give some scenarios and I'm going to explain, you know, why it's important and and I'm going to show you how interesting it is and you know, I'm just going to bring to light some of the things that, that involve this. So stay tuned and, and learn something important. You know, learn about the role gene editing is, is playing in our futures. The words gene editing can do, can do a lot to one's imagination. Um, some may find it daunting and disastrous to hear about genes being modified or to even begin to think about it. You know, I have friends that see this as a chance for monsters to be created, which is just as true as it is funny. I mean, it's a serious thing. Yeah, it's scary yet beautiful. And I will tell you why it is important to see this for what it is from both sides. You know, on the bright side of things, you know, imagine that dinosaur that that you've always wondered about as a kid. You know, let us possibly recreate it, right? Imagine fruits and veggies, you know, fruits and vegetables that can last longer and taste better. And yes, without preservatives, possibly. Imagine bacterias that are made harmless due to antibodies created with this new gene editing technology. Imagine your baby being born with a great immune system. You know, imagine that hereditary disease That has long been a burden to your family for as far back as you can remember, just gone. All of this is potentially a reality with the growing study of gene editing. You know, after doing some research, I found that it actually is not that bad. Gene editing works to manipulate cells by targeting certain parts of certain cells in order to get different outcomes. Scientists have commonly begun testing this out in plants. Say crops, for example. Say crops, for example, were modified to produce more of themselves at alarming rates. This meaning there are more to go around for the masses. Of course, more food means more mouths being fed. And in what way is that a bad thing? I couldn't tell you. Researchers have taken the steps for as far as applying this new technology and development in finding cures or potentially finding cures, I should say, for some serious illnesses known to men like AIDS and cancers, according to a source, genetic engineering products. You know, this article explains there is some drawback, quote unquote drawback, as this is not it's not yet foolproof and the edited genes can be stored by the immune system. It's a work in progress, as explained in that in that article. You know, genetic engineering is a new game, and it is, and it is as it's described in another article by Jay Shockey. Um, 
it's pretty much a hit or a miss. Scientists have long talked about cloning and possibly recreating dinosaurs because scientists are obsessed with what they do. They're passionate about science. And, you know, maybe it will be cool to see a live T-Rex running around here somewhere. You know, of course, scientists are obsessed with what they do, right? Like, imagine, think of any movie you've ever seen. Have you ever seen a movie, any movie at all, where there is a scientist as the bad guy or evil genius villain all because of something they wanted to create out of out of fascination. Now, I'm pretty sure you have. Of course you have. The excitement is a good and a bad thing. You know, some things may get created and then we may realize they were better off not being created. You know, because genetic engineering is still evolving, scientists, they don't always have answers or, or know how certain things will react. They don't know how certain genes will react when they're mutated. You know, researchers, they aim at or target different sets of genes and organisms for the first time in most cases, and they are unsure of how these may mutate the organism being targeted, you know, being tested. Scientists will target genes with a technique called, yes, <laughs> gene targeting. And with this, genes are removed, edited, changed, or even deleted, you know, added, you know, to get a certain outcome. You know, on the bright side of things, gene editing has so far generated some medicines and new research and, yes, has had a huge impact on the agricultural world, some would argue. Researchers have begun finding ways to treat dwarfism with gene editing via human growth hormone. And I mean, how crazy is that? You know, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about. Like, imagine having little people who, who decide they don't want their kids to grow up to be little people. And so... They, they have their, their kids' DNA altered, you know, to, so where their babies could grow taller. It's a possibility, thanks to, to gene editing, you know, genetic modification. You know, the world we live in is changing rapidly, and it's important to be aware of this. This is a new kind of growth in science. I know all of this stuff sounds amazing, and, you know, it sounds kind of like magic. It's just crazy to think about. And, and and it can be amazing, yes, but remember I warned you that that there were there are two sides to this and there's one pretty and, and one was ugly. You know? I warned that there were two sides to this revolutionary science, you know, and, and some of these mutations have been known to, to backfire and create a further list of problems than the one that was there to begin with. Not everyone is viewing this as a a magical miracle in science. Some people may fear, or I know for a fact, some people do fear for, for their future, for our future, because they are seeing the dangers involved in this game of genetic modification, you know, gene editing. Like, is it really a good idea? Is it really a good idea to bring dinosaurs back to life for starters, right? Like, they literally made a whole movie that showed why in every way possible this was a bad idea or this is a bad idea. And if you think I'm kidding, just think back to the movie Jurassic Park. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it and get back to me, please. Um, science is cool and all. Yeah, but some may draw the line here and even argue that people are not meant to play God and should not, you know, this is a lot of responsibility in the hands of mankind. 
And can we be sure that this won't do more damage than good? That's a whole story in itself. Now, like I've said countless times before, researchers are still researching, you know. It is not an entirely new ordeal, but it is at the same time new. We as a nation are just breaking through barriers. We're just scratching the surface, you know, and getting certain glimpses of light with with this over the past decade. And still, that is not enough time for it to have been mastered in every organism, every bacteria, all of the plants and, and every every person, you know. Think of an ecosystem and how important, you know, of one population of species is. Think of the, an, an ecosystem or and, and think about the entire wolf population and how if you were to delete the wolf population, it throws everything off balance. That means more herbivores and less grass or something crazy like that for them. And as ridiculous as it, as it sounds, it is, in fact, a real thing. And, and it just it stresses. I mean, that that can stress the importance of one little thing in any any little DNA, you know doesn't take a genius to see that. Um, you know, the Atlantic, uh, they published a paper um, about two years ago in 2018, in December of 2018, and, and they, they published a paper talking about the errors of the world's first infant babies. These were twin babies, Lulu and Nana, and in this article, it's talking about a man by the name of Jian Kui, you know, I'll call him Dr. He. Dr. He underwent an operation to edit the first genetically modified babies. You know, to make a long story short, he went against a few people and acted in a secret manner. He received some backlash and had some people on the edge with this. He was pretty much doing this all on his own and ignoring some regulations and the public. Like, do you see what I mean? You know, a scientist in love with, or shall I say, fascinated with the vision of what could be at the hands of themselves. It is here and it is happening. And so just be aware, okay? Like a man creating babies, and I mean literally creating babies, is unsure of what this will look like. And I am not even sure how this was meant to be beneficial when when Dr. He did this. But I mean, the point I'm making is this, gene manipulation is just as dangerous if not more dangerous than any gun, you know? I am not going to, I'm not going to use, I'm going to use he as an example. Um, you have a man who is willing to go against people's word and certain codes, maybe even laws, just to make a human. That is funny and scary as I don't know what, you know? it's It, it just doesn't make sense and it shows how 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 strong-willed some some people can be and how dangerous that can be for other people putting people at jeopardy in jeopardy for for the sake of of themselves or or whatever whatever the case may be you know like as we're sitting here listening as you're sitting here listening on this podcast someone is being created that you may run into years down the line that was literally created in a lab and and that's that's a common joke like oh this man's created in a lab or something but it's it's actually here and i mean talk about interesting right like i'll take it to the stream and go crazy with this because why not it's crazy enough already right 
we're talking about creating avatars. We're, we're talking about cloning people and recreating a LeBron James or Michael Jackson. I mean, it's all crazy to think about. I heard maybe a year ago, it cost around $40,000 to have a baby created in a Petri dish. A group of friends and myself were having a conversation and we were talking about it and how cool and odd it was for something like this to even exist. What was even more shocking was after that total amount of money it cost, it was still not a promising or guaranteed result. It was all just crazy for us to, to wrap our heads around. Uh, I want to inform you, as my friends, you know, my people, you know, my family, I want to inform you uh, on the realities and, and how they will very soonly be affecting your lives as you know it, our lives as we know it. It's not all bad news with this genetic engineering deal, but it isn't all great news either. Um, it has its share of pros and its share of cons, and you should be aware of them. You should be made aware of them. And lastly, I want to—I just want to give a big thanks for you guys to listening in. That'll be all for today's podcast. Thank you for joining, joining me in Scientific Writing Podcast. Um. I want to give a huge shout out to you guys and I also want to shout out to some of the sources from today's podcast is Bound, Boundless Microbiology, The Atlantic Newspapers, and the article titled Gene Editing in Plants published by the researcher Jay Shockey. Stay safe and thank you also very much for listening in with yours truly. Imante Smith in on today's podcast with scientific writing. May you have a blessed rest of your morning, night, and or day.